0: hi friends and welcome to live well with emily a podcast where we talk about all things yoga ayurveda mindful living and holistic wellness my goal is to inspire and empower you to cultivate a deep sense of connection with yourself and give you the tools necessary to live a more balanced healthy peaceful life i'm so happy you're here let's get started All right. Hey guys, welcome. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the very first podcast episode that I've ever made. Very excited about this. Um, actually, if I'm being totally honest, this is not the first podcast episode I've made because I recorded this episode like five minutes ago and it didn't work. So I'm doing it again now. Um, it's going to take me a little bit of time to get everything situated. I am not the most technologically savvy person, but you know what? I am going to learn and it's going to be good. And this is going to be good. Okay. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So yay. Thank you so much for being here. I've wanted to make a podcast for a really long time, but I've just never done it. Um, for, you know, various reasons, one reason or another, I'm always like, don't have enough time or I just make some weird excuse about it and now I am changing that and you know this is something I really do want to do and I have you know lots of big shifts are happening in my life right now as I'm sure with so many of you given the year we just had Um, and you know it's it's a new year now well it's December 31st when I'm recording this so it's going to be a new year when you're listening to this and you know, so it just seems like a good time to start a new project. So I'm stoked on it. Yeah. So I'm Emily, I'm a yoga teacher and Ayurveda practitioner. I'm a mom. Um, and I just love all things natural, all things, yoga, Ayurveda, holistic wellness. Um, clean products, clean eating, all of that good stuff, uh, spirituality. So, you know, I'm sure that I would be talking about all of that a lot on this podcast. Um, that's the plan right now anyway. So yeah. And then, you know, I wanted to take this episode, this very first episode to to sort of lay some foundational, uh, information like I said, I'm an Ayurveda practitioner. So a lot of the information that I'm going to be sharing is coming from the traditional practices and teachings of Ayurveda, which is the ancient holistic medicine practice of India. Um, It's also known as the sister science to yoga. So if you practice yoga, you are actually practicing Ayurveda. Um, Yoga is a part of Ayurveda. So it's, it's like yoga is like one of the Healing modalities that Ayurveda uses to help a person heal and find balance and all of that. So yeah, so I wanted to lay some just groundwork for you. So in Ayurveda, uh, we talk a lot about the doshas. So the doshas are, the, there's three of them. There's kapha, pitta, and vata, and they are a unique combination of The five elements. So Kapha is made up of earth and water. Pitta is made up of fire and a little bit of water. And then Vata is made up of air and ether. So I want to go over, um, we're going to do a little mini series of the doshas. So today we're going to go over Kapha dosha um, and just sort of get an idea of what what kapha dosha is, what a dosha is in general. So if you're like, what is a dosha? I don't even know what a dosha is. The doshas are the three physical forces that are formed by the five elements. So they create specific qualities and tendencies within our bodies, within our minds, and within the world. So um, yeah, so today I want to talk about kapha. So kapha is the support, the foundation, the protector—it's the beginning of the cycle when life is being fostered. So, for example, Kafa time of life is from birth to puberty; it's the beginning of life. Kafa time of year is late winter and spring, so it's when when death is being replaced with life again, right? Uh, Kafa time of day is. 6 to 10. So 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. So it's the beginning of the day, right? And it's the end of the day. Kafka stage or so you can, well yeah, it's kind of the end of the day. The way we look at it is like 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. is the beginning of the day, right? And then 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. is the beginning of the night, I should say. That's actually more accurate. Okay, Um, kapha stage of digestion is in the mouth and the upper stomach. So it's the beginning stages of processing food it's the first stage. It's called the sweet stage, but we can get into that in another episode. So like I said, kapha is made up of air and ether elements. It's responsible for our physical strength and stability, our immunity, and the lubrication of the lungs, the stomach, the nerves, brain, joints, mouth, throat. Um, it's what lubricates and protects the body. So Uh, balanced kapha elements are imperative for ultimate wellness of the mind body spirit the qualities of water and earth are cold well more like cool i would say let's say cool moist heavy gross dull dense stable, soft, smooth, and cloudy. So these qualities are reflected in the body and the mind through our physical features, mental tendencies, um, and behaviors. So if you're a kapha dominant person, these qualities and features will dominate your physical and mental makeup as opposed to the other doshas. So our kafa nature is our ability to love, to support, and connect with ourselves and with others. Kafa is our kindness. It's. you know, when kapha is balanced, we feel healthy, strong, secure, and totally at ease, knowing that all is well in our world. And if it's not, it will be in due time. Too much kapha, however, uh, will leave us with a cloudy mind, like brain fog, um, attachment and compassion issues, depression, excess weight, sluggish digestion, and swelling in the body. Um, the chief symptom of of kapha in the body is swelling, uh, water retention, things like that. So the kapha body type is endomorph. They tend to have strong bones. They have um, larger physical features in general, especially like their eyes and their lips. Um, But also, you know, like they have like what's called like bigger boned and stuff. That's a kapha person. And they may hold on to weight easier than other body types, even if they're super active. They just will just be a little bit, um, thicker, if you will, not in a bad way or anything like that. It's just, it's just how it is. Okay. Um, so the kapha dominant person can be, um, they, they're more drawn to quieter, calmer physical practices like, um, yin yoga or yoga nidra, since their nature leans toward, um, more ease and stillness right? They like to be steady and stable. They'll go slower, and they're okay with going slower, whether it's with projects or, like I said, their physical exercise practices. Um, even the way that Kaffa people talk sometimes will tend to be a little slower. They don't necessarily have to talk really fast. They don't feel like they're in a rush, and they tend to have a very sweet, nurturing voice right? They're the caregiver. They're the mother. Um, that being said, if, um, you know, a kapha body is very resilient with, uh, great stamina. And if they do, you know, if they put it to use, then in like a more physical routine workout or something like that, they will benefit immensely. It's actually highly encouraged for kapha people to move and sweat every day to get that uh, faster paced, you know, cardio, stuff like that so that they, they get pulled out of that slow, steady um, nature. Because it's good, you know, we're looking for balance, right? So if you're always moving very slow, we want to balance that you know if you're very earth and water let's bring in some fire let's bring in some air uh, the Kafa dominant person is like an elephant or a turtle they're calm they're kind grounded uh, they bring a sense of peace and ease to other people when a kapha is around others can't help but feel like life is good and everything is going to be okay Kafa is practical and compassionate. They support others um, and taking on the caregiver role in many different forms. Like I said, they're the mother uh, or, you know, or the father, the, like the great father, you know, um, because they can handle stress so exceedingly well. They're seen as, you know, the wise friend that people come to for advice and reassurance. They tend to be very comforting. But when the, when the stress becomes too much, the kapha dominant person will become withdrawn, lethargic, manipulative, unmotivated. Um, yeah, they may also become, you know, very attached to physical material possessions or cling to certain relationships. In order to feel secure and purposeful again, so if this happens, kaphas will do really well to change their scenery by traveling or finding new hobbies and widening their friend circles to really reinvigorate their passion for life. Kapha's primary location is in the stomach, but um, it is also found in the chest, in the head, the throat, membranes, and plasma. Um, yeah. So remember that we all have and need every dosha within us. So you may be a dominant Kapha person, but you still have Pitta, the the fire, and vata, the air, within you too. Most people also don't resonate 100% with one dosha um, because we are a unique combination of all three. So we do tend to have one or two dominant doshas within us, but um, these things shift and fluctuate too, depending on the season, depending on the environment, depending on what we're eating, the lifestyle habits that we have, all of that affects the doshas and the qualities within the body and the mind. Um, so yeah, the kapha dominant person, you know, a really, a really telltale sign that kapha is imbalanced within you besides, you know, everything that I said is you can look at your digestion. If your digestion is very slow, if, um, it's sluggish, that's a very good sign that kapha is imbalanced. You have too much earth or too much water going on in your system right now, um, or if there's mucus in the stools, that's another sign that there is too much kapha in the body right now. So you can start to balance and and heal the kapha dosha, um, the earth and water within you, by you know doing different like switching up. Like I was kind of saying earlier, so switching up your routines and stuff. And I'm gonna make a whole post um, on how to balance kapha dosha once I've done the other you know, basic introduction to the other two doshas as well. So stay tuned for that. And that's it for today. Let me know if you have any questions or comments, concerns. Um, If you'd like to get a little deeper into your own personal constitution, we can book um, a consultation with you uh, for a deeper analysis of your doshic constitution. And together you and I can work on your personal healing journey and what that means for you. Um, otherwise I'll be back next week. Thank you guys for being here.